Thank you for joining us for this week's message from the First Christian Church in Great Bend, Kansas. Each week we share thought-provoking and life-changing teachings on topics that are important and relevant to you in your life. We hope that you will be encouraged by our weekly podcast and will tune in regularly. Now let's join the First Christian Church of Great Bend for this week's message. So today is a very important day for 11 of our kids. In fact, I would argue that today is one of the most important days they will experience in the entirety of their lives. I mean, this is huge because today is the day they not only give their lives to Christ by proclaiming that Jesus is the Christ, the son of the living God and the Lord and Savior of the world, but today is the day they proclaim their faith to the world by entering into the waters of baptism, becoming members of the body of Christ. And so on this most holy of occasions, and to prepare these candidates for these life-changing steps that they're about to take in just a few minutes, while at the same time reminding the rest of us of our own baptisms and the commitments that we have made to Christ, what I would like for all of us to do is to walk through the significance of giving one's life to Christ and then dying and rising with him through the waters of baptism. So this is how I see it. There is this being this energy, this force, a person who created this marvelously complex and beautiful universe that we inhabit called God. And what makes this God so remarkable is that this God didn't just create the universe and then step back to watch and see how things played out. No, this God is the kind of God who is intimately involved in everything. Or from the smallest subatomic particles to the biggest galaxies in our universe and everything in between, this God cares about it all and is even big enough to oversee it all. But what's even more remarkable than knowing that a being like that exists in the first place is that according to scripture, what this God longs for and wants most is to love and be loved by us. Again, you really need to hear that. What this God longs for most and wants most is to love and be loved by us. Or this God wants to live into a deep and abiding relationship with every single person who has ever lived, including you, especially you. And what this God did to show us what he wants is that this infinite being actually decided to come into the world as one of us to chase after us. Or this God is so madly in love with us that he actually took the drastic step of becoming human to chase us down, which is exactly what we find playing out in the life and teachings of Jesus throughout the gospels because Jesus is what it looks like for the infinite to take on human form and walk among us. And what God did as he walked among us is that he spent his life traveling all over the land of Israel, loving people. And what that love looked like lived out was Jesus devoting every single moment of his life to causing God's kingdom to come and his will to be done on earth as it is in heaven or Jesus going into those places in the world where things are not as they're supposed to be, making them right which he did by loving the unlovable, healing the sick, setting the captives free, feeding the hungry, clothing the naked, standing up to those in power, forgiving people of their sins, along with inviting almost everyone he encountered to follow. And if that's not enough, or if it's not enough that the creator of the universe stepped down out of his existence to chase after us, because that's how much he loves us. What this God does that goes beyond even that is that this God on the cross Give his life, his everything as a gift to not only reveal his love to us in a way that cannot be denied, but to make a way for every single one of us, no matter who we are 
or what we have done or even what we will do to live in a relationship with him which is a relationship that begins in the here and now as God walks with us through every part of our life and a relationship that goes on forever into the eternal life. Because once this God gets a hold of us, he's never going to let us go. And then the way we enter into this relationship with God or the way we accept the gift of salvation and love that has been offered to us on the cross is not by jumping through hoops or being perfect or having everything all figured out, but it's by simply saying yes to following Jesus. Accepting the grace revealed on the cross by putting our faith in Jesus Christ, our Lord. And what it means to put our faith in Jesus is not just about believing in who Jesus was, but it's about believing in Jesus and his ways so much that we devote the entirety of our existence, our being to following and serving him to the best of our ability. We're never going to be perfect in all that we do or to living our lives like Jesus really is the Christ, the Son of the living God and Lord and Savior of the world, something we don't just give lip service to, but something we believe and live every single day. And then what happens when we do that? Or what happens when we say yes to this God who's been chasing after us since the moment we were born? Is that this God comes to live within us. Or this God in some mysterious way comes to take up residence inside of us in the form of the Holy Spirit where we get to live into an intimate relationship with him every single day as he forms and guides and molds and shapes us into the people he created us to be. Or very simply put, that is who our God is and what he has done for us and what happens when we accept the gift of salvation that he has offered not only to us, but the entire world. Now, at this point in our service on Sunday morning, we're going to ask all the kids to come forward up on stage. And then we're going to ask them this, this life-changing question. Do you believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God, and confess him as Lord and Savior of the world? Because once these kids answer yes, this is them giving their life to Christ in front of everybody. And it's, it's unbelievable. But then once we do that, We're going to have them go sit back down again. They're not going to go right to being baptized because there's a few more things that we need to talk about before we get to that place. So let's jump into that part of the sermon so you can see what's going on there. Okay, so now that you said yes to following Jesus, but before you make your way back to take the plunge, there are a couple more things that you need to know before entering into the waters of baptism, which are also things that those of us who have been baptized need to remember and think about as well. So the first reason baptism is important, or or the reason why this is an event that you're never going to forget, is because what you're doing through this sacred and holy act is a symbolic way of showing the world what has already taken place in your life. Or, Or baptism is this outward expression of what's taking place within you at this moment. As you die to your sins, which is what happens as you go under the water, so that you can then experience resurrection, which is the new life that begins as you come out of the water. Or as Paul explains in Romans 6, 3 through 5. Don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. For if we have been united with him in a death like his, we will certainly also be united with him in a resurrection like his. 
or baptism is this outward expression of you being cleansed of all of your sin, like taking a bath cleans us of all the dirt and grime that is on us. So that once you are made clean, forgiven, set free, you're able then to go out and live into this new life that you'll find in Christ. Another thing I want you to know about baptism is that for most people, including Jesus himself, baptism is the moment when God pours out his spirit upon your life or is the moment when a part of God comes to live inside of you. And so what that means for some of you today is that what you're going to experience through your baptism in just a little bit is this amazing event where the presence of God is going to overwhelm you in ways that you have never felt before, transforming you forever. I mean, it's this amazing moment. I've had a few in my life, and it is absolutely breathtaking. While for others, what's going to happen to you, either today or over the next couple of days, or maybe it's this year-long process, is you too will begin to experience that something on the inside of you has changed. Something has shifted as you start to become a new kind of creature, a new person of Christ. But what you need to know, no matter what your experience is today, whether that is this amazing experience or it feels kind of normal, that once you come out of the water, you will be filled with the Holy Spirit, where the creator of the universe will be taking up residence inside of you, which ultimately means that for the rest of your life, you will never be alone because God now lives inside of you. And then the last thing you need to know about baptism, that baptism is not, nor has it ever been the finish line or the goal. Or once you make your confession of faith and then get baptized, that somehow you're done or that somehow you've checked all the boxes you need to as a Christian so you can just sit around waiting to die. No. Baptism is actually the starting line or the launching pad meant to propel you into the rest of your life or to open you up to this new life in Christ that's not just about you, but a life devoted to joining Jesus and bringing heaven to earth in all you do. Or what you need to know about today is that today is actually the first day of the rest of your life. Which, by the way, is a kind of life that when taken seriously is not meant to be boring or dull or something that that you carry as a kind of burden because that's what it means to be a Christian. No. The life that you're entering in today is going to be bigger and better than you could have ever imagined because this is the life that God created you to live and it doesn't get any bigger and better than that. So now that we have walked through um, the service and you've heard me focus in on the kiddos and this decision, what we're going to do now is I'm going to show you a quick video that that puts um, into perspective the significance of baptism. And then followed by that, we're going to show you uh, slides, pictures of all these kids um, who are giving their life to Christ and also going through the waters of baptism today. And what I hope um, as you're watching this is that again, not only will you remember your baptism and what it means to give your life to Christ, but I also hope you'll take a moment to pray for each and every one of them, that God will come in and begin to work on their life, helping them to become all that he has created them to be. So check this out. Water holds the power of life and death. Without it, you cannot survive. Too much of it destroys. Early in the human story, water cleansed the earth of evil and wickedness. Only Noah and his family remained dry. 
Years later, an infant Moses placed in a basket is saved from death in the Nile River. Moses remains dry. And again, Moses leads his people across dry land, just before the Red Sea crashes over Pharaoh and his armies. In this water, we find death, our separation from God. Then Jesus comes. He does not avoid the water. He is immersed in it with us, baptized with humanity. He emerges with a new life, a new self, a new identity, and invites us to do the same. Water holds the power of life and death. Today, we choose life. Now let us pray. Father, we're grateful for the opportunity to be a part of and get to witness the transformation of these kids as they give their life to you and as they enter into the waters of baptism. So today, oh Lord, we pray for them. We ask that you would enter into their lives. We ask that you would do what you need to do within them to transform them, to mold and shape them into the people that you have created them to be. Also, Lord, as a church, help us to be a people that are there for them, that support them, that give them what they need to help them to thrive in you, to help them to live a life devoted to you. So, Lord, on this most holy of occasions, we pray for these kids that you will do what needs to be done for them so they can walk with you for the rest of their lives and beyond. It's in Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. You are invited back next week for another life-changing message from the First Christian Church of Great Bend, Kansas. Please check out our website at www.fccgbk.com. That's fccgbk.com. May you have a blessed week.